Nelson, alcoholic addict. That's not my real name. That is a pretend name that I use here at my newsletter, LOL Sober. Uh, I'm going to tell you a story from this past weekend that feels really wild to me, and I swear it's 100% true. Sometimes I will meld together a story or two in this newsletter, and I'll change some details so that I don't violate anybody's trust in my life. Um, I try to be upfront about that every time, but this one is 100% true. Hollywood sometimes says at the beginning of a true story like this that it is inspired by real events. This one is real events, I promise. Um, I also should say, though, that there's a decent chance you'll get to the end and be like, uh, I guess maybe you had to be there. because <laughs> So maybe it might only be amazing to me. <laughs> we shall see. Um, all right, so this past weekend, I took my kids to a carnival in Connecticut, and I met up with a bunch of sober friends, and it was freaking awesome. It was 100 degrees in an open field, so I felt like a big chunk of fried dough for most of the day, just cooking out there in the sun. Uh, but we had such a blast. It was such good people and fun rides. The whole deal was great. Uh, and then I hopped in my van with the three kids, and we started to drive back. It's about an hour drive, a long drive. Um, so as, as sad as it was to have to leave the carnival, everybody was kind of looking forward to the air conditioning for the next 60 minutes. And... But as we pulled through the lot, I saw a blue purse just laying on the ground out in the middle of like all these cars and there was this open space and there's a blue purse laying there. And I pulled up beside it and I asked one of my kids to jump out and grab it. She said she was too tired and didn't want to get out of the car. I also said I was too tired and lazy and didn't want to get out of the car either. <laughs> but finally, one of my daughters got out and grabbed it and it was a woman's purse and it had all the important stuff in there. Driver's license, insurance cards, multiple credit cards, you name it. Uh, we Googled uh, her name and came up with a phone number. I tried calling it. I tried texting it and no answer. Uh, I think it was the right number. But she just didn't respond. So we decided as a family, in retrospect, I'm not sure this is the best decision, but we decided as a family <laughs> to just drive to this lady's house and knock on her door. And she lived about a mile away and you know, I was going to drive an hour uh, and then have this lady's wallet and then have to hook up with her later. I don't know. So I just we went to her house. And when we got to when we got there, we saw her, her husband and two little kids all sitting outside around this inflatable pool in their front yard. And the dad got up and started walking over when he saw a van load of weirdos pull into the driveway. <laughs> and I got out of the car and I walked toward him and I said, hey, I'm looking for Amanda. And I saw her in the background. She got a look on her face that indicated like, oh, this, she's Amanda. And then I held up her purse and their jaws kind of dropped. I don't even, I don't think they knew she had left her wallet behind. So it was kind of stunning to them, I think. And so I handed it to the guy who seemed very grateful. And then I got in the car and I started to back out. And my daughter said, uh, hey, hey, here comes the guy. He's coming back. And so I put the window down, and he walked up, walked right up to the car, and he said, you got to take, please, take $20. He tried to hand me a $20 bill. And I said, nah, man, buy, buy something for your kids. And I just, I backed out. I left, waved to him, and it was a fun ride home. Um, my kids talked through all the scenarios and realized we did the right thing, although I don't know about just driving to people's houses with their wallet. I don't know. But that's what we did, and it worked out. And I could see on their faces that they were experiencing the incentives of doing the right thing in real time. Like I could see them sort of processing this 
And they're young kids, so it's like the first time in their life they've had something like this happen where you, you do the right thing and, you know. So I, I emphasize to them that you, you got to try to do the right thing in life because it's the right thing, not because there might be $20 in it for you. Uh, and they seem to get that, and it felt like a moment felt like a moment we're all going to remember for a long time. And I, I know I I get a lot out of that stuff. I, I, I know I felt warm and fuzzy inside, and I think they did too. Okay, so that's an okay, that's a, you know, that's an okay story, right? Well, let me give you a kicker that I think is really wild. When we got home, I threw on some gym clothes, and I went, and I worked out. And then I had to do a couple errands. I had to get gas in my car, and I had to hit the grocery store. Um, so I pulled in the gas station, and it was hectic. It was, there was just cars everywhere, people trying to get in and out of gas pumps. Um, there was an exit and an entrance. Uh, there was an in and an out entrance place at the at the gas station and cars going the wrong way in and out it was just a, it was chaos so I fill up my car quickly then I zip over to the grocery store and um, but when I started walking into the store I realized I did not have my wallet so I went back to my car I tore up my car I was sure I must have dropped it in the car somewhere and I checked my pockets over and over again I checked the bags bags that I had in my car and it, it was it was nowhere and it dawned on me that maybe it fell out of my car somewhere or out of my pocket at the gas station. Um, although I don't think I've ever had something like like that happen. I'm pretty good about my wallet, making sure I have a hand on it at all times. And But I thought, I'll give it a shot. So I hopped in the car and I drove back to the gas station, pulled in the lot, which was still a shit show. People backing in and out of pumps, going the wrong way, all of that. And there, off in the distance, on the ground near the pump where I had been 10 minutes earlier, was my wallet. Just face down, ass up, <laughs> with cards laying all over the ground. Nobody had picked it up and walked off with it. Nobody had picked it up and taken it inside to the manager of the gas station. Nobody had picked it up and tried to find me like I had just done four hours earlier. It was, it was laying there, waiting for me amidst the chaos uh, nobody even ran over it with their car while I was going. Like, I couldn't believe it. And so I got back in the car with my wallet, and I couldn't help but laugh. I I just returned somebody's wallet and then almost lost mine for the first time in my life, but I didn't? That's really weird, right? So uh, by the time I got back to the grocery store, I was thinking a lot about my relationship with a higher power. Um, lots of people would immediately chalk up my two wallets story to a God moment. And uh, but I, I do like to compile these types of things into a, I'll call it a God pile. Uh, I have a pile of God things. Because it sure feels like the universe trying to tell me something, doesn't it? I've written here many times, I don't have a church or a religion yet. Uh, my definition of a higher power is squishy. And I can, can rarely even verbalize it in a way that somebody else would understand you know in my case it's something along the lines of the universe that I trust that when I do the right things the right things happen for me I pray but sometimes I wonder if it's going anywhere um, but it's a helpful exercise because at least I'm putting some thoughts some goals out there saying them to myself at least um, now sometimes the right thing to happen to me you know, it, it'll happen, but it's not uh, a great thing. Like, it's it's like a hard lesson that I needed to learn. Like, sometimes the right thing is uh, that I slip and fall on a thing um, 
you know, my sidewalk because I didn't shovel it or something like that. So um, it's, it's, I le- always learn that the right thing is the right thing, and that's it. The cool thing about the way my higher power uh, works for me is that I find great spiritual value in those things, even though I don't have a religion that quite works for me. But this relationship does work. So the cool thing about higher powers in my recovery program is that I don't need anybody else to understand. I, I just need to have one that I understand uh, myself and then work on have a have a relationship with that higher power. I don't need you to understand my higher power, and I don't need to understand yours. You do you, I'll do me. I I also have... <laughs> I also have the part of my brain, though, that says, hey, forget the higher power thing. It's a coincidence that you found one person's wallet and returned it, and then you lost your wallet, and the universe let you have it back. And just a coincidence, you know? And I was thinking about that last night, and and I Googled God and coincidence, and I came across the, the quote that most of us have heard before, I think. But Albert Einstein supposedly once said, um, coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous. Um Either way, no matter what it is, I'll be thinking about that that story for a long time, the two wallets story. And so even if even if Sunday was just two very unlikely things happening on the same afternoon and they're freaky and funny coincidences, hey, uh, it was a hot day. I'll take a good laugh and I'll be thankful to the universe for that. So thanks for letting me share.